Are you ready to clap? Three, two, one. Can we do a cold open twice in a row? I kind of like cold opens, not, not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, okay, so sick. I feel like we should bring up Bug. Um, the episode in our timeline hasn't come out yet, but mm-hmm. I do need to tell you, Alex and I might have clowned on you a little bit in last week's episode because I told him how uh, you got upset at me for clapping weird for our <laughs> Oh, <clap> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't genuinely upset. I know, and the audience knows. I just thought it was funny that we went into this whole like myriad of just like um, <laughs> we just decided you were wrong. I'm sorry. How was I telling wrong? You this. I totally you guys forgot what you were talking gang up about. On me, though. This is like high school all over again, where you guys just always ganged up on me when you guys were incorrect. Craig, I take your side all the time, and you're gonna betray me as soon as incorrect. I'm not there. I take that your side. Wrong. Recently, I have taken your side. All the time. <laughs> see, I was just about to say that Bug and I are always on the same page. Yeah, and then she just brought see? up that. So apparently it goes back and forth. But recently I've been more on Craig's side when he's brought up questions that he asks the group chat. All right. Well, okay, yeah, I've been, I've been wiling on the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> You've been buck wild. <laughs> The question about like uh, 45 minutes early or 20 minutes Dude, late. Dude, people Alex lost got, their oh mind. God. People you got lost crucified. Their bad. And let me just say, with good reason, Alex, you're crazy. It was rough, dude. It was rough. You just use the excuse that you're a parent at this point. Just be like, I'm a yeah. parent. I'll never be on time anymore. Such is life. It's obvious. The correct answer is 45 minutes early. Anyway. 45? So po- it's so early. That's so early. I'd be like 20, but I don't want to be late. Being late. What was, but- was, was it? It was... It was 45 minutes early or 20 minutes late. No, it was the other way around. No, no it wasn't. Yeah. So I said I would rather be 20 minutes late to everything than 45 minutes early. 45 yeah. minutes early is so early. It is so early, to but I don't everything, like being late. I don't like being late either. And to be honest, some people are going to judge me. But I know that I don't judge people who are late. I don't care. Do you guys want to start the podcast? <laughs> I mean, this is the cold open. We're, we're doing the cold open right now. The theme song hasn't even played yet. <laughs> Okay, let's let's do that first at least. Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, aka Permanent Handle. And I'm Alex Good, aka Alex Good. And uh, we have guests. The plan is, if everything goes according to plan, we have guests for all of October. That's and called a season two proper premiere, man. Yeah, we got to get everyone excited. We got to draw in new audiences. Um, our and first steal week, the followers from our guests, mostly. Not borrow, just straight up steal. Yeah. We're not I mean, I don't care if they go back to them. I Honestly, I'd rather they I do. don't. I do. Yeah, stay here. When you're here, your yeah. family and prisoners. Okay, Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, when you're here, your family. <laughs> um, but uh, our first guest for October is uh, one small bug. Hello. Uh, you might know them from the Small and Tall podcast. It comes out on the Permanent Good feed at the last Friday of every month. And uh, welcome to the main feed. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor. <laughs> yeah, we know. It's pretty uh, pretty high respect one has to have to... Also, our guest list has a wait list. Yeah. And we found out you wanted to be in and we in no way asked you and you said hey <laughs> i know you guys are gonna be doing guests i heard it through the grapevine do you mind if i skip you know a thousand people and we're like you know what we owe you one why not it's the, and she it's got called up the majors it's the small yeah. charm yeah um we scrolled through our contact list of thousands of celebrities mm-hmm. you passed conan o'brien you Dad passed Shepherd. all yeah all the mcelroy family which is personal to me and you know we had elon musk scheduled but then you know he said something probably crazy right we canceled on joe rogan which most people don't do. I would do in a heartbeat, but most people don't. Right. So, you know what? Here we are. Um, and in order to make it fair, uh, they're not getting compensated. So it's a it's a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bug gets our popularity and we are not going to pay them at all. I'm just riding the coattails. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, we get to sit back and let them carry the episode. That's our payment. Oh, God, don't let that happen. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, finish the intro, Bug. Finish the intro. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and, everybody. Yes, and. I, I cannot see your face right now, but I I can see the pure panic and terror that was on your face with the half second of silence between me asking you to do the intro and you stuttering out the word no. I hate this. Oh, man. Too late. Too late. We're such Either. a guest-friendly podcast. <laughs> Listen, the biggest, the most common compliment that we get on the podcast is it really feels like I'm just listening to friends chat back and forth. And if that is not this intro to a T, I don't know what it could be. Boy, oh boy. Um, well, Craig, do you want to start this thing and talk about the movie? So uh, we're also in October. We're focusing on classic horror movies. And, you know, because we are gracious podcast hosts, we are going to be separating it into a non-spoiler section and a full spoiler section. Our first movie for the month is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. And if you want to skip this and uh, don't want to listen to any movie talk, we're going to start with our non-spoiler section. But if you want to skip to the improv segment, you can do so at this time code right here. Time code 2926. Nightmare on Elm Street. So I picked all of this month's movies and I haven't seen any of them, but I was going Nor have for, I. Yeah, I was going for characters that everyone knows about um and i just didn't get the reference so this one's freddy cougar yes um what what i find really funny is whenever they call him fred krueger yeah I'm like like, like we're using no. his birth name now what's <laughs> yeah. going on yeah. um bug what is your relationship with horror movies with scary movies um i watched them a lot more when i was in my teens than i do now in my 20s but um i like more of like wait you're in your 20s i gotta get you off the podcast (laughs) yeah we take minors only (laughs) (laughs) hey we should start a pop punk band No, um, I like more of like the paranormal and like psychological thrillers ones, but uh, don't like the body horror ones. So when I was offered three movies full of body horror, I was like, oh, this is going to go great. Oh, man. Um, Alex and I do not like horror movies. Not Uh, at all. To say the least. Uh, So I would say that that's a big reason why we're doing guests is because it's a lot easier to watch a horror movie when you know your friends are relying on you. Right. But also the good thing about these is they're all old. Yeah. Like 30 to 40 years old. So it's going to be easier to watch. Also, my specific part of scary movies that I don't like are like the demon, the possession, Mm. those like... If like spiritual stuff, I'm like, I'm not messing around with that at all. Cause that's when you leave and you feel like the room's watching you. It follows, you. it follows you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not about that life. But this should be easier. Like even Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't that bad. Also It wasn't. When it, when it was bad, you can also be like, I mean, this looks old. It doesn't look real. So I Yeah. I was able to get away with this movie, no problem. And the thing that I don't like about horror movies are the jump scares and the tension that leads up to jump scares. Right. Um, and I feel like this movie didn't really have too much of that. There was a lot of creepiness, there was a lot of internal distrust. Like it was I don't want to go so far as to say it was psychological horror, but like there was a lot of like unreliable reliable narrator kind of stuff happening there's a lot of distrust among all the characters with each other and eventually as an audience member you start to think like am i seeing a real scene is this part of a dream right stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i so that made this movie easier to watch for me it's like there were definitely creepy parts there were definitely tense parts but like when it was supposed to be like scary it was easy to view it as just kind of like an action scene more than anything else right 
Bug, what, have you seen this movie or what did you know about this going in? Well, first of all, I want to say what made it easier for me to watch is mm-hmm. that 90% of the acting is awful. Yeah, um, that does We're going to get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. I have a thing about that. But I had seen it when I was younger. It's like one of my younger siblings' favorite movies along with the Friday the 13th movies. In fact, like in order to like get my younger siblings to come inside when they were younger, my dad and stepmom would always be like, Jason's going to come out of the woods and get you. Freddy's oh going to come God. get you. And they'd come booking it in the house. And that's the only way you could get them to listen because they were bad, bad kids. <laughs> I think Slenderman was the only figure like that where I've seen that work on somebody before. Like I was just like hanging out with someone and we're like, ooh, Slenderman's out there. And he had to be like, hey, guys, stop it. I know <laughs> no. you're just, stop it. Not funny. And I'm like, it's a video game. Shut up. <laughs> um. So if... If you've made it this far and you don't know the plot of Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger's in someone's dreams, and they and he has effects on the on the real world because of it, and uh, he's killing people that way. Yeah, and he's in more than one person's dreams, but it's really unsure whose dreams he's in, whose he's not. Um, but you only meet him in your dreams, so the main character is just trying to stay awake the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the main character is named Nancy, and Nancy. I think is, would you say she's the best actress in the movie? Actress, yes. Yeah, okay. it's okay, rough. Okay, sure. Um, also, I didn't know she was the main character when we started the movie. No, same. No, yeah, you the don't movie find sets... out until later. Yeah. Because the, mo- the movie sets it up focusing around one other character whose name escapes me. Tina. Tina, um, Tina yes. And because um, she's the one that first brings up Freddy Krueger. She's the one that says first, I'm seeing this guy in my nightmares and it, and he cut open my nightgown. Um, and then, uh, hey, first 10 minutes of the movie, she dies. And then she deserved it. it <laughs> and, then, and then we focus on Nancy. Um, mm-hmm. And is it weird? I'm not comfortable watching high schoolers have sex. Oh, no. It makes it me so me. uncomfortable. I'm like, why did we need to include this? Like, there's no nudity in this movie. You just Which is right. super unusual for slashers. Oh, Very absolutely. Unusual. But I think that's also and because I've... there are teens in this. Meanwhile, most of the other slashers, they're at least like college, college age. Right. Or they're, yeah. they're um, adult actors playing teenagers so right. they can kind of get away with it. Which also still makes me uncomfortable. Definitely. I don't care. Yeah. If the character is underage, they're still underage. But in this... If the character is underage, keep the titties away. Yeah, dude. It's weird. It's is, weird. Is that a phrase? No, I just made it up. It is now. Put okay. it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> start, selling them, uh, st- start selling them at pop punk concerts. Um, <laughs> how many more times can I make this reference? Forever. Because you pop punk say bands pop punk, are problematic. I was- I was going to say Hot Topic because the people who That's work it. at Hot Topic, especially the dudes. Are the ones who go for the 16-year-olds. Yeah, they're all about to get canceled. It's only a matter of time. But we pull up your history be like, oh, looks like you were in your early 20s, early 30s working at Hot Topic. Care to explain uh, yourself? I, I do want to say real quick, you know, Alex, just so you know, when you're famous, you get canceled. When you work at Hot Topic, you get arrested. That's the <laughs> <Yeah>. term for that. <laughs> Cancel all male hot topic workers. Hashtag. Right. Yeah, listen, if you've graduated college and and you are anything lower than a manager at Hot Topic, turn yourself in. Right. <laughs> oh, man, dude. These are the people who unlock the dressing rooms for you. Oh. And they like That's look at they look gross. at what you're carrying and they're like, "Ooh." They give you the eyes like they, they take they, they they like eye you up and down like, "Okay, I see." Exactly. Oh, exactly. Dude. Man, we have this character. This guy's name is Mark. Also, <laughs> let's just let's just narrow it down until we alienate right. one person specifically. And they're trying to grow a beard, but very unsuccessfully. Yeah, and they, their hair it. is colored, but it's like been three weeks since they colored it. And they're always yeah. sweaty. Always, they're always sweaty. <laughs> like the beard is either like patchy and not filled in or it's long and untrimmed and they have like the studded belt and wallet chains going we we double down (laughs) on stereotypes here on permanent good and we just ignore the movie completely to alienate (laughs) one specific person (laughs) sorry mark but not sorry because you're a creep all right (laughs) and if your name is keith and you're like man i sound a lot like a mark but i'm not mark it's you too keith it's you too (laughs) 
I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> like, we changed the name for privacy reasons, but... It's you, Keith. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> one of the most annoying parts of this movie, guys, was how slow everyone was running. Oh, my it God. Oh my God. That was my <laughs> so first much. note. That was my first note was the damsel in distress run where they're, like, running two steps like a Baywatch run and they look right. behind them and then they're, like, like you're not going to get away. Run! Run! Right. What was, frustrated uh... me What frustrated me even more than that was the Freddy Krueger pace. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. n- like, Nancy would be running and then Freddy would literally be, like, strolling towards her. Because like, he's... hey, bud, you can catch her. Well, yeah, he likes the chase, though. That's the thing is he right. likes the... It's not a chase. He's just following it. I know, point. but it's the suspe- <laughs> it's the, the suspension thing because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let them think they can get away, and then I'm going to use this paranormal power I have and just pop in there. Also, he's a big fan of giving away where he's at. He's, yeah. like, scraping everything, heavy breathing. I'm like, yeah. everyone knows where you're at, dude. You're making so much noise. <laughs> And and there were a few times like uh like once they start trying to catch him uh where Nancy will like try to get his attention and he's like this isn't suspicious let's go for it <laughs> this movie has like all of the tropes that go into like the classic horror movie from these eras like you have the kids having sex you have the people splitting up and going outside alone you have all of it uh the what's that noise let's go investigate but one by Mm -hmm. one yeah and then you also have people like hey whatever you do don't do this and then they do this twice yep and they do it so the the frustrating thing for me was they get the cops involved at a certain level which i'm like which is always the first thing you do because because her dad is a cop yeah and it's Super important to see how serious the bad guy is. Because if the cops can scare him away, then sweet, just just gonna hang out with the cops all the time. There's a couple of movies where they just kill cops, and I'm like, oh, this person's serious. <laughs> but in this movie, the cops get involved, and then they start putting the good guys in jail. Yeah, they just don't yeah. believe. And that's well, a good guy's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, they he put was a douchebag, but you know. affiliated people in jail. <laughs> And then they continue to not believe you. And I'm like, guys. That's the most frustrating part is that the parents and the cops like never believe them when they're like, hey, there's this person who's trying to kill me. And they're like, no. All right. You guys want to get into spoilers? Let's get into spoilers. Um, So if you want to skip the spoilers, if we have piqued your interest somehow for talking up not about this movie for five minutes, <laughs> um, you can go ahead and skip to the next segment, which begins at this time code right here. Time code. 2926. How did Johnny Depp get famous after this movie? He must have had like a really good agent because, or like a better movie immediately after this. Because, like, if I, if you were to tell me to pick someone from this movie who was going to get famous, the last person would have been Johnny Depp. Yeah. This uh, is you also know why? His first movie. You know why? Yeah. Because he's cute. That's he's like, the, he has the Leo heartthrob. That's literally what it is. Yeah, the IMDb trivia for this movie, which is questionable at best, does say that he was cast for this role because Wes Craven's daughter or niece or what have you mm-hmm. thought that he was dreamy. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dreamy guy who's apparently a jock but wears crop tops. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that, fair. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> he, he is a jock. But the reason why I didn't think he was a jock was we already had one cool person in the party. Right. Um, yeah. And so Rod, right? Rod or Rob? Um, Rod. Rod, because yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because uh, Rod was like a greaser type, you know, mm-hmm. leather jacket, cool car, you know, all that. And so I'm like, oh, by default, that makes um, that that makes Johnny Depp the nerd character, um, like the cute, lovable nerd. He's right? just, no, and he's literally just the boy next door. He really is. He's mm-hmm. the boy next door. Literally, he's the one that he's the one that doesn't want to have sex right away, or not. No. Rather, he's the one that he's the one that respects the not having sex boundary. Yeah, they didn't even sleep so, in the same room. That's how you know he's a good guy. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, sexually assault people. Yeah. And the other guy was way too persistent. Way, <laughs> way too persistent. persistent. 
So that that's basically my point is I just like just, none of these characters have depth. They're all incredibly flat. Yeah. But Johnny Depp's acting also left a lot to be desired. And the only reason I'm bringing up his specifically is because he's the one that had longevity after this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how stupid Tina was and how she deserved to die because she literally went outside in the dark when she already knew that something was up and was like looking for him like I'm not gonna go looking if I know somebody is out to get me or I just had a nightmare that like felt real and I woke up where things happened to my physical body that happened in the dream um I'm staying inside yeah (laughs) I was super salty with the fact that like hey this guy is hurting me in real life I'm going to rely on one person across the street to keep me from going to sleep. Oh, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> get your parents involved. What is just get everyone involved, actually get the whole neighborhood involved. The fact that we're involving one or two people who always fall asleep. Yeah. What are we doing? Take this he, seriously. He he lost my faith after falling asleep once. Yeah. And the first time and we're going to give him a second time. chance. <laughs> and also when she's like out the window um yelling at the officer like go get my dad and she's like cursing at him and just like making a big spectacle he just looks at her windows dude she was watching him for several minutes like she is legitimately having a tantrum and then after like 90 seconds goes i should go get her father no duh Hey, bro, she's destroying the house trying to get your attention. She's breaking windows in multiple rooms. Do something about it. Right. But I do want to say, I like this movie. This movie has a lot of cool aspects in it. Yeah. Um, I think that Freddy Krueger's design is super cool. I thought all the dreamscapes were all super cool. Um, the tension in these like kind of like horror action scenes, I did enjoy that. There were some really creative moments. <laughs> Weird, but creative. Like I right. think like um F- Freddy's tongue being in the phone. That was, was so ugh. weird. It was so so weird, but also like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, the fire effect um, mm-hmm. that won an Oscar, I think, mm-hmm. um, that was super cool. There's just there is a lot of cool practical effects going on in this movie, and that that is what held this movie together. I this was the first time I'd ever seen something like a, a body being brought back and talking to you through a body bag. I'm yeah, like, that so is so cool. It was yeah. so cool yeah. and so horrifying. Like, but also, mm-hmm. if I'm sitting in a classroom and I look out the door and I see that, I'm not moving. I am staying no, like, there and I'm looking forward and I'm pretending that nothing is right. there. Well, I, I I mean, I guess it depends on who's in the body bag, right? No, because I know that you were dead and I was like, I think I was look, hallucinating. This is pretty sus. Let me not go out into the hallway yeah, and I'm follow not- this trail of blood. Um, but I think all the freak out scenes, like that classroom scene, you know, that was kind of like a cool moment. Um, Classic. Just, yeah, just her having like a freak out in class, you know, very cool. Very good stuff. Oh, I like the one where they're doing like the sleep study on her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How do you watch that happen and be like, I think she's making it up, man. Literally. (laughs) That made me so mad. I was like, how are you this ignorant? Because the doctor is like, if she's having a nightmare. It'll be somewhere between seven and twelve. The more intense, getting higher, and then it goes up to no joke seventy, seven T, seven zero. And the doctor's like, "This is kind of freaky," and then just kind of like chills out. Right, and then she starts like vibrating on the bed, like she's having a seizure. And then they wake her up. She's got cuts in her arm and pulls a hat out of nowhere. And we're going to continue to believe she's making it up. And her mom is like, it's okay. I killed him. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about him. He's dead. And she's like, I know he's in my dreams. It was obnoxious how much we weren't. This is straight up why we don't believe women. This is just like, I guess we don't believe women. And we haven't for the past 50 years. (laughs) Because they can have all the evidence 50, they possibly 50. could. Right? And 50 then, is generous. It's all and of I'm existence. Like, I guess um, we're just not going to believe them. Because yeah. this was, it was getting yep. to a point where I'm like, at some point, do you just kill yourself and be like, no one's taking me seriously? <laughs> I mean, no like, one's taking me seriously. Well, the thing that I was thinking about is like, how do you, I don't know if I could live with the trauma 
of something like this happening. Like, no. th- like my three best friends were brutally and gruesomely murdered. And your and, mom. And I'm the only survivor and nobody believes me. Right. That is, like, even if you find a therapist that's like, I believe that you believe this, like. That's so. so patronizing. I hate that so phrase. I believe that you believe it. No. You either believe me That means me you, you don't, don't believe me. That exactly. means you don't believe me. <laughs> also, speaking of PTSD, when if my mom brings me to the basement and goes, I killed this guy, here are the knives. I'd be like, oh, they're real? And you're showing me the knives? I'd be triggered to the max, bro. I'd be like, and I'd be dad's like, I a thought cop? this was a nightmare. And you killed was- somebody? <laughs> oh, and you burned him alive with gasoline? I mean, at least he was like, he was a child murderer and like. Objectively a bad person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just like. And then, yikes. and then also watching my burned mom sink into the bed and then the bed just like rests like nothing happened no thanks bye actually see ya and she witnesses this with her dad and yeah. Like, yeah oh i bet we feel stupid now don't we and exactly. the dad has like no reaction to it well because right. like, the dad's in shock he like leaves and the other police officer's like, like are you, you okay time. is everything okay and the dad just goes i don't know i don't know i don't know oh, oh man. man dude this movie ends on her risking it all and gambling that none of this was real she's like i'm gonna turn yeah. my back on him and just hope for the best and i'm like wow this chick's got balls because that's do you know crazy. Where, do you know where that would have fallen on my list of things to try? Very bottom. Yeah. I would have tried literally. Let me be clear. And I mean this literally anything else. I would have gone through a list. I'm like, I'm like, how do you kill vampires? How do you kill werewolves? How do you kill all of these things? Before I tried that, I would have just stood there and been like, "I right, let's just get this over with. I'm done. Yeah. I'm I done. Yeah. My own life way before I ever just like, let me ignore him and see what happens. That's what you do to a person when you don't want to talk to him anymore and you want to break up maybe. That's not what you do with a person who kills people and guts your friends. Can I ghost Freddy Krueger into letting me live? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, that and was that, the well. It's inconclusive at the end, so who knows? yeah. yeah. And we don't know if it's a real, if, if it's a dream, or who knows. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to infer that, like, probably since Tina, di- I think since Tina died onward, the whole thing was a dream. Well, or maybe the whole thing ending, was not with that ending. Because at the well, ending, he comes back and takes her mom and they get trapped in the car. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like, I think that Nancy's dream was like, it was probably the whole thing then, right? The whole thing was a dream. Yeah. Bro, yeah. This just turned into Inception. We're having an Inception conversation. Um. So do you guys think, think she's still dreaming at the end? Then? Yes. I think okay. she's yeah. got to be, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that Freddy is just like, I'm going to make you think you woke up from a dream, but you never did. Mm-hmm. You know what's also super annoying? There's six more Nightmare on Elm Streets that came out within 10 years of this movie. Yep. That, and they're all rated very poorly. Between 1984 and 94, I think five more came out. And then there's the crossover of Freddy versus Jason as well. What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? So I th- this ge- this movie was genuinely fun to watch. There were a few like I kind of had to like get acclimated to it. There were a few times at the beginning where I'm like I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it. Like my heart is pumping, but as it kind of like set its foot down, I'm like, "All right, I know what this movie is and I was able to enjoy a lot of it." Um I think that like the um <laughs> the fountain of blood or like that the ceiling was of blood so cool. It was very so shining cool. reminiscent. Right. Very. I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but well, <laughs> sure. Uh, um, that seems iconic. You've probably, you probably know which one I'm talking about anyway. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And I know what you're talking about. See? Uh, well, Someone doesn't let's like all... movies. Oh, you're movie right. That's master why. doesn't like movies. <laughs> you're right. It's because I don't like movies. <laughs> what That's a, a job in a movie finally. theater. Doesn't like movies. How are you going to call yourself a cinephile and not know what we're talking about? Uh, I'm not a cinephile. I would go to jail for that, actually. Got him. I'm going to give this movie like a flat 7, 7.2. Yeah. Um, I'm in the same boat. I'm giving this movie a lot of grace for just how old it is. And there's some cool scenes and some whack scenes. Like the whole police sting operation was so bad. Mm-hmm. But there's also the body bag, the fountain of blood. So I'm, get, I'm in like a 6.5 probably. 
That's what I was going to go with the six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, this movie rules. Um, Bug, do you want to welcome back our non movie listeners? Welcome back to our non movie listeners. <laughs> Nailed Beautiful. it. <laughs> Beautiful. We're going to cut that and put that in all future podcasts so I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, then you're going to have to pay me. Yikes. 25 only, cents an episode. I was going to say, only like, only like a quarter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome back. We are moving on to our improv segment. Our improv segment is The Apprenticeship. The Apprenticeship? Or is it just The Apprentice? Bro. It's it's the master and apprentice one. Um, The way this works is uh, one of us is going to be the master of a trade or job or skill. And the other two are going to be apprentices that the master is teaching. The only thing is the master doesn't know what they're doing. They have no idea how to execute this job. They've been flying by the seat of their pants for as long as they've had this job. So the apprentices will kind of like interrogate them and try to figure out how the job works and the apprentice has to let or in the master has to find how to be just specific enough to get them on their way beautiful who wants to be um, the master first yeah who wants to be the first master um not I. alex how about alex how about you take it sounds good to me man uh, um Bob, what what job are we learning from alex um blacksmithing <laughs> oh, yeah. all right for, i know all right about on. that sweet well welcome to my shop Apprentices, I uh, I heard that you got hired um, just so I can take a couple more vacation days and I have some I have a question. What can I do for you? When do we get the aprons? I'm kind of in this for the apron. So um, here's the thing about aprons. You're not wearing Um, an apron. I'm not. I'm glad you noticed. What we do here actually is wear lab coats backwards. Backwards Um, lab coats? Yeah. What What about like the collar? You just fold it down. Are you providing the gloves or... Oh, we don't wear gloves here. You don't wear gloves. No, because a lot of people are like, oh, no, if you touch hot metal, get burned. Well, if you yeah, touch we hot do. metal wearing gloves, it the gloves will stick to you. And that's Not- the problem. Oh, so instead, okay. we grab the hot thing with like, uh, what do you call those pincher things that people cook with? Tongs? Tongs. Tongs, right. <laughs> and then you don't burn yourself. You, do you call them something else here? or Because like you couldn't come up with the name. We call them dull scissors. Dull scissors. That does, Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, and uh, we use dull safety scissors. Safety goggles? No, we just close our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> close our eyes. Then how do you see what you're doing? Um, Usually it's pretty bright. You can see through your lids. You know when you stare at the sun but you close your eyes? <laughs> and you can still kind of see stuff. That's what we do here. Can we see some of your some of your work so we can know what to expect? Sure. Um, so you see this floor that you guys are standing on? Yeah. Well, the screws that are used to put the floor together are what I took off what the previous guy built. What, have you <laughs> built anything? Well, here's the thing about blacksmithing that they really don't tell you in school. Um, no one's built anything in the past like hundred years. So we're just constantly like repurposing stuff and seeing if like we can turn what people return back to us into new products and sell those. So what have you retransformed? Well, can I get like one of your products at the store? Like Oh, we don't really sell we haven't had a sale in probably like seven months now. Uh hey. Um, that's no. That's partner, totally normal. Hey, hey partner, do you want to? Can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, what's up? Should we find a different guy? I'm thinking we should get out of here. Like maybe like on our lunch break, we just don't come back. Hey, oh, think- did you guys say lunch break? Um, yeah, yeah, we don't have those here. Okay, so when, uh, he, uh, closes, uh, when work- he closes his eyes to work to on do the something, thing. Yeah. we run. Okay, hold on. Look at him. Look at he's he's cutting his nails with the forge. How is he doing that? Dull scissors. Oh, just I we forgot to bring this up because of the whole glove thing. Just so you know, um, if you don't want to use the dull scissors, if you burn your hands bad enough, you won't all your nerve endings are toast. So you won't feel anything. And then don't need gloves. You can know, you give us an ex- can you like give us a demo real quick? I'd like to really see you do your work. Sure. So see um uh, okay, so that shelf over there was built about two or three blacksmiths ago, right? Okay, his back is turned. Go, 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 go. go, go. <laughs> Cox gun. Wait, real quick yeah, real quick, I have to do a service to humanity. Cox gun. B E A U T full man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um all all right, bug, do you want to ha- be a master or what? I'll try. Let's see if they're gonna go real bad or well. Fake it till we make it. All right. 
I think you should be a uh, chiropractor. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think that would be fire. Um, Hi, uh, we're here for the internship program. Oh, welcome. Come in. Come in. So um, I kind of noticed that um, all of your clients seem to be middle-aged men. Is there like a methodology behind that? or? Well, middle-aged men, you know, as times will have it, they're the ones who do all of the work. And so they're the ones who deal with the most. And they're the hey, ones... Hey, partner, real quick. Yeah. Is our chiropractor, like, is, is our mentor a misogynist? I don't know, but I kind of dig it. Let's see what else they say. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going. So keep about going. men doing all the work. Um, yeah, let's... Do, can we... Do, what let's, do you mean? Let's double back on that. <laughs> well, you know, they're the ones who... They're, they're older, so they're the ones who need more work done because they're the ones who were originally, like, you know, doing all the construction and stuff. All and right. we have a younger staff and... You know, old men. So are you saying that we're working at chiropractic hooters? Um, I wouldn't say, well, I guess you can see my uniform here. here. Right. I was actually going to ask about that. Um, Yes, you guys will be provided your uniforms of crop tops and booty shorts once we get your sizes, but it will be two sizes too small just to cater to our clientele. In that case, I am a 5XL. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So I do have another question. Um, I think I'm a little confused on what, why they keep coming back. Cause I, I don't see um, you actually cracking their backs. Um, or at least I haven't heard that on like, you know, Indeed and Glassdoor. What service do we actually provide for them here? Is it a different kind of technique? Well, instead of cracking their backs, it's a much more meditative thing where we mm-hmm. have them laying down or we'll have them sitting up and you're like you know you'll wrap your arms around them and you'll help them just center their chakras and mentally crack their backs mentally hey, real crack quick. their backs okay uh hey real quick um what is this pole here in the lobby uh oh oh it spins the the pole spins is this a is this a dan- dancing pole is this a pole for dancers? Casey, our receptionist, likes to show off her routines from her pole classes from Wednesday nights. Uh, got it. Right. Got it. And, and you installed this just for Casey? Yeah, it's the only thing that keeps her on track. Okay. Okay. Um, um how much do we uh <laughs> charge for like services here? Um, it's a pretty nice building, and obviously we can afford an infrastructure like poles and stuff. Um, well, how much can we expect it... to make? Do you know? How much can you guys expect to make? Well, our starting rate is about twelve fifty an hour, but you can make up to twenty five an hour if you're promoted and show promising client interactions. Is promising client interactions a code phrase for my butt? I can neither cur- confirm or deny. Um, um, so this place sounds pretty <laughs> awesome, right? Like we need to stay here. Uh, well, here's the thing. Um, listen, I'm not trying to be that guy but i am i feel a little weird um being dressed so promiscuously uh in front of men um i think it's sending the wrong message um actually um actually on monday mornings we have the ladies from the nursing home in oh yeah you see this was one of those you really had me in the first half. Um, I wish is it I wish you didn't say Alex's face. I've never seen. I've oh, never I seen saw it. I saw it. I can see you guys. I'm gonna. I, I've, I was talking to the audience. I've sorry. never seen such a transparent <laughs> look from excitement to, to like straight up. Straight up. The only way I could describe the face is hold up a minute. Um. Follow up question. Uh. Is it still the same uniform with the spiritual hugs? Or are we doing a different service because they're women? Um, it's still the same, yes. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Um, listen, I love that we're doing this. Um, can you give me one moment to discuss uh, with my uh, my uh, companion over here? Go for it. So, we're not taking this, right? I'm taking this? What are you talking about? I don't think I'm comfortable with this, man. This sounds like she made a well, sign IDA. 
uh, NDAs. NDAs? Well, IDAs, but I don't know what the I stands for. So it could really be anything. Hey, um, uh, what did, hey, what does the I in IDA stand for? Indisclosure. Indisclosure. That what does that even mean? Not good. That's what that sounds like. We that do like... offer full medical and dental benefits. Okay, I don't think we can afford to work anywhere else. I agree. I think, I think I we agree. have to take this job. Yeah, all right. All right, so when do we start? Uh, today. All right. Beautiful. Hey, my, my uni- you said my uniform was going to be booty shorts. You just gave me a, a jock strap and a gun. Cox gun. Beautiful. That was dope. That was dope. I like that a lot. Do we want to do a third one or are we good there? I want Craig to be the master. All right, we got to do it, man. This one's going to run long, and I kind of like it that way. That's what happens when you have guests, audience. We get good. All right, what do you want from me? Uh, Craig, you run a daycare. Ooh. Okay, got it. Easy peasy. All right. Hi, we're here for the apprenticeship positions. Yeah, yeah, come in, come in. Close the door. Uh, they mm-hmm. are wi- They are kind of wild, and if the door is open for more than a second, they will escape. Um, okay. is it usually this crazy? Uh, um, if I say yes, will that turn you off from the position? I'm really not trying to get turned on from this position. <laughs> then yes. Okay. How many children are there? Um, well, as you can see, uh, the daycare building is about 900 square feet and we have 30 to 45 children at a time. How many per your license are you allowed to have? Right. Li- li- which license? License to daycare and be a child care professional. Oh, yeah. That one, I could do like a hundred. Yeah, okay. I could do like a hundred. In this Is size it- of a building? Mm-hmm. By yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, that's why I have, that's why I got the, you apprentices. Um. So I've been doing a lot of research on like interviews and stuff like that. And I think we're supposed to ask um, what happened to the people we are replacing? Like, why is there a job opening? Oh, yeah. Super simple. Um, One of the kids bit both of them and they now have tetanus. They both had their tetanus shot, but like the bite was so powerful. It beat the vaccine somehow. So now they have like, like omega tetanus. Um, Follow up question. Usually you get tetanus from rusted metal. So yes. I'm wondering which of these children... Has rusted teeth. Oh, that child is uh, no longer with us. In like on which fashion? Or here. Let me show you to the snack room. Um, it's a it's a little cramped in here, but all three of us can fit real close. Just get so as you can see, um, we have the graham crackers on the top shelf. We have uh, peanut butter and jelly here. Um, we have like easy bake mac and cheese here. Um, the kids will pretty much take whatever. It's they we don't administer snacks. They just come and grab. Do we know? Do we make sure uh, well, about I mean, allergies? Like, I mean, like you have to like grab it off the shelf because they're like two feet tall. But like if they can say the word mac and cheese, I don't know why we can't just like give it to them. You know what I mean? Right. Do you have like a nursery section for newborns and toddlers? Yeah. Th- so that's kind of like um the living room area. Um, we kind of just like put the cribs all in there. Um, and we like we have like a free range system going on here and so what i'm thinking is like if the babies are like in the main center area then they can like get accustomed to noise and like learn to sleep through noise and in general become tougher people because of it so do you have like lessons slash activity plans that you create or is that going to be like one of our tasks so what i do for lessons is i just turn on a playlist of all the last week tonight with john oliver videos and like they kind of just like learn a lot from that children right yeah um listen i don't want to be that guy and i'm not trying to get you in trouble but i can't help but notice that a lot of these children um seem to be hispanic and speaking spanish only um i wasn't told that being bilingual was a part of this job it's Um, not Uh but how would i how do we Are we teaching these kids? Yeah. Do they know sign language or? Well, they... it's as the great Ursula from Little Mermaid said, uh, all you need is body language. So if a kid is crying, you help them. If a kid is mad, you help them. If a kid is in trouble, you can help 
them, it's really easy. You'll get the hang of it. Okay, um, that kid over in the corner's body language is telling me that he's smearing his poop from his diaper all over the wall. He does that? If I stopped him, things would get worse. Also... That's unsanitary. The children can get E. coli. Immune systems. That's what they're there for. I feel like, hey, if all you guys are going to do are ask questions, maybe this is not a good fit. Um, um You know, listen. I think I might take you up on that. Yeah, I would recommend, however, on future job ads that you outline some of the questions um, we've brought to your attention. Because um, I'm not sure if you're going to be hearing from many people. And I don't want to oh, waste your time. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Thank you very much. Um, I'll, I'll take you into consideration. So okay. We're, um, we're totally co- cops, I suppose. Oh, right? wh- why do I even call the cops? Co- Cox gun. <laughs> <laughs> On the punchline, develop an impediment, bro? <laughs> you can take it again. <sighs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Take two. So we're totally calling the cops on this person? Why call the cops when we can just take care of this ourselves? Cox gun. <laughs> I almost messed it up a second time. And then I thought, <laughs> should I mess it up a second time for the joke? But why not? Ladies and gentlemen, that was Apprentice. And yeah. that was fire. That was a yeah, good one. Yeah, for sure. That was that fun. That was dope. Um, it is the improv segment. We'll bring it back if you guys like it. And if you don't like it, get a sense of humor, I guess. I don't know. Get it together. Um, Middle segment, I'm introducing a new one because I get bored Um, easily. Just in case you are unfamiliar, our middle segments uh, are segments that take a little bit more preparation. They are a little bit more interactive. And our goal may not necessarily to be funny. It's just kind of like an activity that we just do. Right. Um, Content, you know? It's content. (laughs) It's content. So this one is called actually my best friend is dot dot dot. And essentially Do you, you have guys, to pronounce the dots. I mean you can. You could just say ellipses if you want, or just not say anything. Long You're, pause. Long pause. Yeah, long pause. Um so basically you guys have the privilege and the pleasure to answer questions frequently asked to a demographic that's not your own. This week on Actually My Best Friend is Oh, uh, okay. We are doing it. men and women. Pulled from the subreddits Ask Men and Ask Women. Oh, you boy. guys will be answering the questions on behalf of the gender you don't know because you know your best friend is a dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we'll alternate. I got plenty so we can do as this as long as you guys want. Um, Bug, you want to go first? Yeah. This individual, it's hard to tell if they're guys asking other guys or just people asking dudes. So it's hard to know. But this person said, I went to hug a girl and she grabbed my hand and shook it. What are the most isolated place on earth known to man? So how would you answer this question, Bug, if you were in fact a man? Can you repeat the question? Sorry. (laughs) This person said, I went to hug a girl and she grabbed my hand and shook it. What are the most isolated places on earth known to man? So he could hide in shame. Because Uh. they hate themselves now. And you know what? That's fair. It's never happened to me, Um, but I would be in exactly this person's situation. So I want to know what would your advice be as a guy? So my advice as a guy, because my best friend is a man. Right. I would say, you know what? You just can't sweat it. She's she's missing out, you know? Like, try again. Give it another shot. Facts. That's Facts. the permanent good advice we like <laughs> to see. Try again. <laughs> send it until you can't send it anymore. Craig, um, this individual asked the Ask Women subreddit, what do women do that men would never think about? Um... So my best friend is a woman, so I know this uh, pretty well. Right. Uh, things that girls do that guys don't even think about doing is um, hygiene, um, self-respect, uh, respect of others, um, and, you know, putting the toilet seat down. Interesting, interesting. Um, Bug, this is that, individual quick, ass. Is that a yeah. real problem? Is putting the toilet seat down a real problem? Here's, dude, People, I've had oh this t- talk with many a vagina holder, and... I find it so frustrating that they can't just check. The fact that people are just sitting down willy-nilly, just sending it, (laughs) just check, bro. It's not even that. It's just like, here's the thing. A lot of times, you guys will get some pee on the rim, and then you don't wipe it up. So then we, if you put the toilet seat down, we don't even know it's there. But if we walk in there and you guys haven't wiped it up, we have to stare at your pee on Mm. the rim, and it's just gross. So it's an out of sight, out of mind thing. Exactly. Until we're the ones who go to clean it anyway, because we're the ones who usually end up cleaning the toilet in general. That's fair. That's fair. Fair. All right, Bug. Um, This person 
asks men, what did you not know or realize until after living with a woman? So my best friend being a guy, Mm -hmm. he's told me that something he didn't notice until living with a woman was one, how angry they get about you leaving the toilet seat up. And two, you have to deal with a lot more tampon wrappers than you think you would. Fair point. Bug's pretty good this game, yeah. Craig, this individual asks women, a new dating app is launched. Instead of a photo of a person, it shows you a photo of their bedroom, car, kitchen, shoes, what have you. What would you be most interested to see when you were choosing a potential date? Um, You know, my best friend is a girl, and so I I know all about this stuff. The big thing is um, personality. So you want to make sure that all these things have... Oh my gosh. Alex just gave the most exacerbated shrug of his life. Jeez. Peace, dude. Again, with the personality. So what people, they want to see like decoration, you know, not just a Saturdays are for the boys flag, but like house plants and uh, tapestries and uh, shelving and stuff like that. So all that stuff is super important. You want to make sure that your aesthetic is locked down um you want to make sure that you know your car uh doesn't say more about you than what you can say about yourself so make sure it has a little bit of style but it doesn't outshine you as a person interesting learned a lot from this greg i'm I'm glad you can speak on behalf of women of course (laughs) bug so this person asks men would you get offended if you notice a stranger a strange woman taking safety precautions when they see you, like not going into the elevator with you or making sure the car door is locked if you pass by. So my Would best, you be offended? My best friend is a guy and, mm-hmm. you know, I've had this discussion with him and honestly, like, he kind of gets a little offended. Like, guys kind of get a little offended because they're like not that big of a threat like just because they're a stranger doesn't mean that they're a threat to them. i also heard specifically about your guy best friend nothing yeah. to worry about not threatening in the least probably exactly. couldn't even do damage exactly yeah. so like if like a girl is walking towards him and like crosses the street then like it kind she of must have somewhere else to go little. yeah i totally understand makes a lot of sense craig i'm just being speak- so misogynistic today <laughs> And it's it's a breath of fresh air, honestly. I promise I'm not like this in real life. Craig, so this person asks women, would you trade monthly periods for laying a small egg every morning like a chicken? So so uh, my best friend is a girl, so I can answer on this. Right. And the answer is a resounding yes. Because, like, sure, laying an egg might be, like, painful, but, like, it's going to happen in it. Like, it's going to be, like, Probably one night and like you just have to be like, all right, this is my night. I get it. But periods are like a medical mystery that like some people like some doctors still don't know what they're doing. Like you like some girls get periods for three days. Some people get like two and a half week periods and some people are on like an eight month period for for no reason. So I think that laying an egg would just be simpler and easier to acknowledge. So I I think that answer is yes. I feel like it's follow up question. Like a big poop. Yeah. <laughs> would you eat the egg? Does it does it taste like the egg I'm used to? Are you saying it all depends on the taste? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. If it if it if it is identical to a normal egg that I would make, sure, why not? Free eggs. Free Good eggs. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, let's do one round for each one of you. Last one. Bug, this person asks men, how many kindergartners do you think you could personally take on a fight before being overpowered? Okay, so my best friend is a guy, and we just talked about this, like, literally last night, and we were talking about it, and, like, it'd have to be, like, like, are they coming in waves, or are they just all coming at you at once? Um, and let's how many say are in each wave? They come one, they come in waves and they add one every wave okay. and you only get two minutes in between waves. So they're kindergartners, right? Yep. Kindergartners. Was that five years old? Four years old? Yeah. So I think like most men, according to my guy, best friend, right. he at least thinks that he could take about seven or eight waves before he's overpowered. Wow. So that adds up to like 40. 
adding one. Well, total. Yeah. 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 That's not bad. No. And obviously it's to the death, so. Oof. Yeah, of course. It's not bad. All right, Craig, rounding out our little uh, actually my best friend is, um, what are some grooming, hygiene, beauty tips that you had to pick up on as an adult that seemed obvious to others? All right. So I have a girl best friend and they told me this, that most women um, don't know that they all grow beards, just like in general, like girls shave their face like guys do. They just keep it a much better hidden secret. Um, It's kind of like the one thing that they've like collectively united on. Oh, sort of like how uh, girls don't poop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, girl, in fact, from what I understand, girls only shave while they poop. Because so so it's easier to keep the secret on both of them when it's done Shit. together. Nice. Logistically, how does that break down? So like so, while they're on the, how does that work? Y- yeah, it's um uh it, it's um. <laughs> or are they going in the sink, turn around, face the mirror, sit back on the sink? How does that work? Well, no, no, it's no, all no, done no, in the no. shower. See. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. <laughs> See, so you're taking care of three jobs at once mm-hmm. and you just have to make sure to like stamp it down Waffle to style. make sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, For sure. No doubt. Listen, my girl is a best. My best friend is a girl. So yeah, man. I you know would these know. for a fact. You would know. Well, that concludes. Uh, <laughs> actually, my best friend is. Uh, thank you so much for participating, guys. I-, I learned a lot on both ends. So moving on to our one hit wonder, this is a segment that we do once and never, ever, ever return to season two. We're still sticking through it every day. We get more concerned about running out of segments, but that's not a problem now. What I have here, Bug, would you say that of my friends, you are the most... There were so many more problematic things you could have said (laughs) than what you're about to say. Because in my head, I'm filling in all the things you're not supposed to say. (laughs) You are the... Bug, of my friends, would you say that you are the hottest? (laughs) (laughs) Bug, Um... of my friends, do you feel... And it's just all all bad things, all things you can't say. But continue. Um... Bug, of all my friends, I would say that you are the most, like, um, passionate about fan fiction. Oh, so we're just name dropping. <laughs> okay. Bro, we're going to drop her socials in the description. <laughs> Let's dox her, bro. So we are doing a fan fiction segment. And the way this is going to work, I I think we'll just do one round of this, is one person is going to be the narrator, one person is going to be the inserted character, and then one person is going to be the fictional character or the celebrity that this fan fiction is based around. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. So the narrator will do like stage directions and aesthetic um, readings. And then the other two people will just have their conversations like normal. Sweet. Um, Anybody have any preferences or um, role giving out? Is this scene lewd? It's up to the narrator. Then I'm going to be the narrator. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Do you want to be the bug? Do you want to be the self-insert character or do you want to be the the topical character? You choose. I'll be the topical character. Okay. You can be the self-insert character. Okay. Um, Do we have a preference on who this character or celebrity should be? Uh, All right. If you're the topical character. Yeah. Alex, you choose. Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is gonna be good. Can I be a specific Samuel L. Jackson? Is it a specific Um, character or just him, Sammy J? I would prefer Pulp Fiction, but if you can't find anything, we'll just take a generic Sammy J. Okay, okay. You're the narrator, bud. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to paint the scene. All right. So we have an insert of character. We have Samuel Jackson. All right. Here we have Samuel Jackson in a restaurant. He is. Sitting down, enjoying his meal, seems to be enjoying himself, reading the newspaper by himself. It is the middle of the night. Obviously, he has something on his mind. <sighs> Mother f- man. He exclaims. You know, you know, I'm getting sick of these mother f- steaks in this mother f- diner. I'm just, they're always underdone. They're always undercooked. And I'm just getting treated so rudely by the waitstaff. Quite frankly, I'm sick of this. In walks the waitstaff. Who has been polite this entire time, but he just hates them because of their race. Um, 
Oh, Mr. Jackson, is there anything I can get for you? Did I f talk to you? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, hey. sir. It just is there. Hey, yeah. look, look. Do you see my coffee cup? Do you see my coffee cup? Yes, sir. Do you? Is it empty or full? It's. You've taken like three sips of it, sir. That's empty for me, okay? You should know this. I'm a regular here. So, would you go get the mother coffee cup and bring it so I can get some more mother coffee? Sorry, sir. I just started yesterday. I'll get uh, right on that. Sure, okay. And I just started being Samuel L. Jackson, okay? The waitstaff proceeds to go back behind the counter and grab another pot of coffee. Samuel L. Jackson looks at her as she walks away and decides maybe they should be in his next movie. He thinks about what role they should play. Hey, uh, waitress, come back for a second. Come back. Uh, yes, Mr. Jackson. Um, I was just thinking, um, which of my movies is your favorite? Oh, definitely Pulp Fiction. Okay, well, mine is not. A lot of people <laughs> think that it's Pulp Fiction, <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, I'm personally a big fan of that Kingsman movie I did, because I got to play with a lisp, you see? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, so I was thinking, um, I was thinking about doing another one of those. I know I died in the first one, but I'm thinking I they're doing a prequel. I'm thinking I should be in that one. Do you want to be in that one too? Samuel Jackson is obviously coming onto the waitress, waitress, but the waitress Wait. has a partner and they're extremely involved and is looking forward to the baby they're going to have this next summer. So However, I'm thinking, so, so I'm thinking maybe both of us have a lisp. We can be romantic partners in this new Kingsman movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson. Um, I'm about to have a child with my husband. Uh, you think that because of some stupid baby, you can have a mother f part in a movie? It's fine. Just play it. Just you're an actress. Well, sir, you just verbally assaulted me for 15 minutes before this. I'm sorry if I'm a little caught off guard here. Tomatoes, tomatoes, okay? For, it's Sam all Jackson in the path. calls his best friend, Tom Cruise. However, we find out Sam Jackson is schizophrenic. <laughs> Tom! The voice of Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom! Tommy! Tommy! T Tom! Tom! <laughs> Yes, Sam. How's it going? Tom, in, in in Sam Jackson's mind, Tom Cruise is a bit of a William Shatner type character. <laughs> no, listen, listen, Tom. I got this waitress here that I think would be perfect for Kingsman. Yeah, I I I know they're done shooting already. I know the movie comes out this year, but like like I think we should get her in the movie. Well, I think you're crazy, Sam. Go to a clinic. <laughs> the waitress. Having escaped the Church of Scientology is extremely turned off from this entire situation and is trying to leave as fast as she can. Um, no. you know, sir, I, I have to go attend to my other customers. Um, we'll continue this other conversation customers? another time. This diner's empty. Uh, they, they need me in the back to help in the kitchen. Fine. I'm not paying for this meal. Flips table, cox gun. <laughs> Beautiful, dude. <laughs> What a scene that was just created. <laughs> what a freaking nightmare, man. <laughs> just trying to bring a dude some coffee. <laughs> yes. Break. Um, so, uh, Bug, uh, how's this doing on AO3? Um, it'd be good in the satire section, but it would not get a lot of kudos. <laughs> Dang. Maybe we need to bring this back so that way we can try to get more kudos. Unfortunately, it's a one-hit wonder. Never coming Never back. Never coming back. Never, Never done again. Um, all right. Oh, uh, that's it for the main segments. Uh, what else has everyone else been watching? Well, I watched a movie called The Merowitz Stories with Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, and Dustin Hoffman. And it's bad. It's just bad. Um, I'm going to have to read what it's about because I'm not even sure. Uh <laughs> An estranged family gathers together in New York City for an event celebrating the artistic work of their father. So he's a sculptor who is extremely prolific um, in the fact that he's created a lot of stuff, but it's all pretty bad. Um, and he's treated all of his um, children very badly, except for one. And we just watched this guy just be a bad dad for an entire movie. Um <laughs> And while that's happening, a bunch of other things happen for shock value that made me extremely uncomfortable. Like, for instance, um, his son has a daughter who's a film student. And this Adam Sandler's daughter 
um, created a film for film school. And she's nude the entire time. So he's watching his daughter in a movie she created be naked for minutes of this movie. I would not let my... If I had a nude scene in anything, I don't think I'd be comfortable with... I'd be like, skip it. I'd be like, either don't watch it at all or skip it. And the funny thing is, is she sends it to him for his professional opinion. Like, hey, dad, you're workaround artists. What do you think of my film? And he's like, oh, what? (laughs) So that's this movie. (laughs) Um, I'm giving it a four and a half out of 10. I was going to give it a five out of 10, but describing what happened to you guys just now just made me realize how bad this was. Um, I have, uh, uh, Disney plus launched, uh, a new anthology of star Wars shorts. So I've finished there are nine of them and I finished seven of them. Uh, they're pretty cool. There are some that are definitely cooler than others. There are some that you could definitely skip, but, um, overall just like there, it brings a lot of cool new art styles to the star Wars table. And that in and of itself is worth watching. The episodes range from like 11 to 30 minutes depending on like how in-depth the episode goes but Mm -hmm. most of them are in that like 11 to 20 minute range and you're watching all of them yeah they're it's nine episodes they're short episodes easy peasy yes not bad um uh bug what have you been watching I haven't really been watching much. I've been kind of taking a break before we watch this film since we just watched all of those rom-coms. Yeah, we watched a lot of rom-coms. Preparing for all the spooky movies for next month. Is there anything that you guys want to kind of pique the interest of our audience for, for Small or Tall? Any things that um I'm... that are upcoming that it should be excited for yeah so october we're doing our halloween month we're doing half horror movies half just like seasonal autumn vibes it's the halloween Um, spooktacular yeah so we're watching the horror movies we're watching are the shining and uh the fourth kind and uh, so i'm half excited for that (laughs) and then the fall movies we're watching are beetlejuice and then we're also watching over the garden wall Oh, excuse me as I cross off Beetlejuice from my list. Because <laughs> we were definitely going to do that next year. Yeah, I, I didn't want to wait another year to do it. So, Dude, it's, I haven't seen it, and I feel like an idiot for not seeing it. It's um, one of my favorites, so I kind of insisted. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be dope. I'm going to have to listen to that because that sounds awesome. Yeah, and then November, we're doing um, an Adam Driver feature. Like how we've done December, we're doing Adam Driver. Freaking yikes, dude. Um. So yeah, we're th- that's what we have upcoming. So uh, awesome. if oh, you're excited, if, if you like year. the chemistry that we've brought, do you want to give them a hint for what we're doing next year? Yeah. So next year, we're um. If you are a listener to this, you will know that I've been watching a lot of Star Wars content. So uh, next year is our big Star Wars marathon. Um. Like we crafted our Fast and Furious, we're gonna be doing star wars we are um breaking it into trilogies so each month we'll be doing a trilogy every other month okay Every yeah, other we're not. Ooh, yeah, I we're thought not, we were gonna do a Star Wars wide month, and I'm like, balls move, balls move. Nah, we'll explain it more when we get to it. But next year we're gonna be dedicating three months to Star Wars, and That's I'm awesome. very excited about that. So if any of that sounds interesting, and if you like the chemistry that we've brought to this episode, we already have three episodes of Small and Tall out, and you can get excited for the next ones. There, it's the last Friday of every month. Um, do you have anything else? Anyone have anything else? Um, no, Bug, you are welcome back anytime. Pleasure having you on. Thank um, you long guys for time. No, see, uh, for yeah, real. absolutely. All right, well, uh, this has been Permanent Good. My name is Craig Wells, aka Permanent Handle, and I'm Alex Good, aka Alex Good. I'm Bug. <laughs> there we go. Have fun, be safe, and make good choices. And while you're at it, tell your mom I said hi. See you next week. Deuces. Deuces.